And what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday, a Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can follow the podcast on our social pages on Twitter and on Facebook for the latest updates, and you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can follow on Spotify, give us a uh, rating and review, Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, so, as I said this week, doing a little bit, doing something a little bit differently uh, for Kest Friday this week, uh, doing a Patriots-themed mailbag uh, this time around, so uh, no guests this week, unfortunately, it's just me, um, but I'll be answering uh, Patriot questions that were uh, submitted to uh, the podcast, we got quite a few of them, uh, really excited to, to get into these. Um, I said this earlier in the week, but just want to reiterate that I will be um, on vacation next week, so no show, um, or guest Friday next week, so we'll be back with you folks on the 22nd, I believe. Um, So I think we'll just get into it, get into the questions, Um, you know, appreciate everyone sending in the questions, Uh, looking forward to this Patriots season, you know, obviously the day of the first preseason game, so that's why this is uh, this will be coming out on uh, Thursday instead of Friday because I wanted to get ahead of that game so you guys can uh, listen to this before you uh, watch the game tonight against the Giants, seven o'clock start at Gillette Stadium. So, um, got our first question that uh, kind of led into or perfectly leads into the game tonight of uh, a question from. Uh, my buddy Dominic, who uh, may be coming on the podcast at some point uh, during football season. So Dom's question uh, was, who am I excited to watch? Or who are you excited to watch uh, during the Giants game? So, um, you know, obviously I think that we've uh, heard reports over the last day or so that it seems likely that most of the Patriots starters will not be playing in this game, um, which I think doesn't really come as a surprise. You know, I think that a training or a preseason game this early, you know, still is treated kind of like an extension of training camp. So, you know, I think that honestly with the guys that they have and the starters, you know, they know what they're going to do. And I think that, you know, obviously there are certain guys that need tune-ups. Um, but I think that, you know, there's no reason for them having to be playing, um, tonight. So getting back to the question, um, a couple of guys on offense that I'm excited to see what they have, uh, Trey Nixon, the Patriots' uh, seventh-round pick in 2021. He's had a really good camp, so I'm excited to see what he looks like. Uh, Christian Wilkerson as well had some time uh, with the big club last year, had a couple touchdowns in a late regular season game against the Jags. So I think both of those guys will be interesting to watch, see what they can do after the catch, um, you know, see what they can do with... Uh, with the quickness, you know, showing off their strengths and things like that. So curious to watch the both of them. Uh, Pierre Strong Jr., the Patriots' fourth-round pick um, in this year's draft um, at running back. You know, curious to see what he looks like. Um, You know, obviously, there's a news that literally just dropped moments before I was going to start that James White is, is retiring from the NFL. So, you know, clearly this means that, okay, here's a huge opening for a guy like Pierre Strong Jr. to, you know, make the roster, show what he's got. So uh, those three guys on offense, I'm most curious to see 
how they do um, defensively. Uh, Marcus Jones, definitely a guy that I'm going to watch. Uh, Josh Bledsoe as well as a sixth-round pick in 2021. It seems like he's at a good camp. Um, so those are a couple defensive guys that I'm curious to watch. Um, Brendan Schooler is another name, and no, I'm not bringing him up just because I got his autograph at training camp. But I also think that you know he's got an interesting skill set as a guy that played defensive back and wide receiver um, in college at Texas and in, and at Oregon. Um, so I think that this is an opportunity for him to show um, what kind of skills he has to see if you know he can make the team as a special teams guy. You know the Patriots are well known for turning those special teams guys you know into all pros. You know you look at someone like Larry Izzo, you look at someone obviously like Matt Slater. Um, so I think that you know get to see what what he can do on special teams um, tonight and see if he gets any snaps anywhere else. Um, so great question, uh, Dom. We're going to move on. Uh, Matt Plue, a friend of the pod, uh, submitted a couple of questions. Um, so a couple of good questions here. So Matt's first question um, is, should Patriots fans be worried that there's no off- no official offensive coordinator uh, since Josh McDaniels left for the Raiders? Um, and how will the offense be impacted? So um, Matt, obviously, great question. I think that considering the time of year that we're at, you know, that we're in August, we're right before the first preseason game. You know, I think that me personally, I kind of want to see how the offense looks um, before we start to be worried. I think in general, I wouldn't be too worried. You know, I think that there are legitimate reasons um, to be skeptical just because this is a kind of a new system, kind of a new way that they're doing things. Um, and, you know, how well Josh McDaniels was able to run this offense for so long. So, sure, there are going to be growing pains. You know, there are going to be lumps whenever you, you know, throw out a new type of offense. And I'm not thinking that it, this is totally brand new, that they're running a totally different type of offense. You know, certainly there probably will still be elements from the McDaniels system that they still use. But, I think anytime you're trying something new, there is going to be a time where, yeah, you're not really sure. You know, I think that offensively, how it might impact the team, they might be, you know, doing things quicker. You know, I think that based on some of the things that the guys have said in camp that, okay, this offense might be a little bit more streamlined. It might be, you know, playing, playing with quicker pace, not necessarily playing no huddle offense, but trying to kind of play at a quicker pace to keep the defense off balance. So, um, you know, it, it, it'll be a work in progress, I think, um, is kind of my best answer uh, for that. You know, we'll see. We'll see in preseason games. We'll see in the first couple regular season games. You know, the Patriots are not typically a team that, you know, come out of the gate firing, coming out of the gate, having everything figured out. You know, even years when this team has won Super Bowls, you know, they started years 2-2 two and two or you know, two and three or something like that, you know, and they figured things out as the season has gone along. Um, Matt's second question is more on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Do you think the Patriots have addressed their defensive issues at the secondary and safety positions? Uh, That's been a bit of an issue the last couple of years. So I think, Matt, that the Patriots have actually done a pretty decent job um, addressing some of these positions. I think drafting the cornerbacks that they did, both of the Joneses, uh, Marcus and Jack Jones, you know, 
giving Adrian Phillips that um, contract extension. I think it was some point late in the year last year, you know, having a guy like Kyle Duggar, you know, bringing along someone like Josh Bledsoe. Um, you know, I think that they've tried to bring in some newer, quicker players, you know, Jabril Peppers, you could even add to that group as well. You know, I think that you look at someone like a Devin McCourty and you look at maybe some of the older guys that they've had the last couple of years. I think that they've made it a point to try to get quicker and try to get faster. Um, you know, you have someone like Malcolm Butler who's a little bit up there in age, but I think the Patriots went out and addressed, you know, cornerback, especially after losing uh, J.C. Jackson in free agency. So, you know, I think especially the pick of Jack Jones, you know, tells me that the Patriots are really kind of looking for that next top cornerback, you know, and I really think that he's a guy that in a couple of years could absolutely be a J.C. Jackson type of player, not like he's going to be J.C. Jackson, but will be that type of like one-on-one -on -one guy that you have a hard time playing against if you're a top receiver um, in the NFL. So a couple of questions from Matt. Appreciate it. Great questions. Um, so we got some more questions. Another question from a uh, friend of the pod, uh, Evan Greasing, who's been on a couple times uh, talking Red Sox with me. Um, Evan uh, asked, where is Matt Patricia in week 18? So this is kind of an interesting question. You know, I think... Uh, looking at someone like Matt Patricia, who obviously very familiar with the Patriots in terms of um, the organization the last couple of years, you know, obviously went over to, or I should say a longer period before he became uh, the head coach in Detroit, because he was the head coach in Detroit uh, for a couple of years. So he's back, you know, running more on the offensive side, you know, I think involved in the offensive line and, um, you know, maybe some play calling duties. So, you know, it's asking where he's going to be in week 18, you know, kind of is asking kind of like, where is this team offensively going to be? Week 18, the Patriots are, are in Buffalo. So um, Evan, he'll be on the sideline in Buffalo, probably will be, you know, cold and windy and possibly even snowy. Um, and, you know, he'll be calling plays on that sideline. Um, and the Patriots will be looking to try to go 2-0. and against the Buffalo Bills um, in the 2022 campaign. Yes, you heard me correctly. The Patriots are going to beat the Bills uh, earlier in the season at Gillette. Saying it right now, bold as heck. <laughs> you know, trying to be bold here. Um, but I think that's what's happening. Patriots are um, going in, are going into a game in Week 18 with an opportunity uh, to win the division. Um, and going into a game against Buffalo where they have an opportunity to you know, right the wrongs of this season before. Um, so I think that's what he's doing. Matt Patricia is uh, coaching an offense or is part of the, co the offensive coaching that um, has done a better job than people expect. And um, this team is 12-4 uh, and four going into the final regular season game um, against the Bills with a chance to, you know, win that division. So that's where I think he will be in Week 18. Um some more specific kind of offensive questions. Um, my mother submitted a question and she wants to know uh, what will the Patriots' biggest challenge on offense be this? What will be the Patriots' biggest challenge on offense this season? So, um, you know, you may have heard a little bit on some of the things that have been reported in training camp. You know, I think the Patriots are 
working on kind of a different type of protection blocking scheme with the offensive line. And, you know, I think that clearly it's a work in progress. You know, we'll see how it goes um, throughout uh, training camp preseason into the regular season. You know, I think that as much as people want to point to, oh, you know, maybe the lack of depth at the wide receiver position, I don't know why you'd make that argument. But, you know, thinking about that, thinking about the loss of James White, you know, which has now become a pretty big talking point. Um, I think offensive line, I think that that is going to be um, kind of the biggest challenge of this season that, you know, if they are working with a new type of offense, new protection, you know, guys in different spots, um, you know, finding a group, a group, like a core group of five that you can, you know, plug in or that you can not be concerned about week to week that you're like, okay, these five guys, they're going to be a solid group. And, you know, I think that it's a group that could make or break the season um, because I think if they have trouble protecting Mac Jones, he's on the ground a lot like he was, you know, early on in the year last year. I don't know if the offense is going to be able to, you know, get off the ground. Um, I think if the offensive line plays well and you see someone like Cole Strange really, you know, make a name for himself on the football field, you know, earning like an all-rookie uh, team honor, or I don't know if they do like all rookie or anything like that, but if he has a strong rookie season and the offensive line is really good and, you know, adjusts to the new things that they're doing really well, the running game picks up and, you know, the pass protection is really, really strong. Um, you know, I really think it could go one of two ways with the offensive line. And I think that that's going to be their biggest challenge. Um, this season. Um, so next question, uh, my dad wants to know, will the new quarterback play? Uh, will the new draft pick Bailey Zapp, will he play? Uh, so I think that the short answer is yes. Um, absolutely. You know, you may have noticed a report yesterday that, um, or maybe it was early this morning, whenever it was, um, that Mac Jones and the starters most likely will not be, or most of the starters won't be playing. So you know, leads me to believe that you're going to see Brian Hoyer, Bailey Zapp for uh, the majority of this game. So I think, yes, he will play. Um, be interesting to see how much he plays. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what that first offensive unit looks like, whether it's, you know, Hoyer coming out onto the field to start the game or is it Zapp. Um, you know, I think you might lean towards Hoyer just because he has NFL experience. You know, he's gone through plenty of these preseason games. Um, but I honestly think that, you know, Zap probably gets the majority of the game. You know, you probably see him play maybe close to three quarters. You know, I don't know if they're just going to do something as simple as having each quarterback play a half. You know, it might make sense to do that. Um, but I think that you're going to see him play plenty. I'm very curious to see what, what he has, you know, kind of similar in the, uh, similar in body type to Mac Jones. So um, be curious to see, you know, his rapport with some of the younger receivers that are trying to make the roster. Um, so yes, I think he will play and will probably play a good portion of the game. Um, my older, my uh, oldest brother, uh, Tyler wants to know, Tyler's been a guest of the program a couple times talking about the Celtics. A lot of these uh, people submitting uh, questions are, you know, multifaceted. I know plenty about uh, 
multiple sports. <laughs> so uh, Tyler wants to know uh, who is my uh, breakout player of the year. So uh, me personally, I'll take that question two different ways. I think that I will, or I will choose two different players on each side of the ball, um, offense and defense for uh, breakout player of the year. So first on defense um, is a guy that I've been uh, very vocal about my belief in uh, is Anthony Jennings. Um, I think that he is my pick for breakout player of the year. I think that he's a guy that came in, came to the Patriots with a lot of promise, really good at Alabama, you know, a tremendous a final season there. Um, you know, played a little bit in New England, you know, his rookie year, 14 games, started four, 20 tackles, um, you know, had kind of a, I don't know if you call it a redshirt year necessarily because he played a lot of games, um, just didn't get into a lot of games. So, you know, he's a guy that lost the entire year last year due to injury, um, you know, put on injured reserve right before the season started. So, you know, he's a guy that I think gives the Patriots an interesting skill set that he's athletic enough to kind of be a coverage guy, but he also has the ability to rush the quarterback. Um, so I think I'd be curious to see what kind of role he has, but um, he's a guy that if he gets consistent playing time, I think that he is going to be a really good player. And I think that, you know, kind of a little unrelated, but I do think that having someone like um, Matt Judon to empower, you know, some of these younger guys is really, really important. You know, Judon's been tremendous ever since coming over um, from the Ravens last year, you know, had a really good year last year. And I think that, you know, just kind of his work ethic and just his presence about him, you know, can make other guys better. Um, and I think that Jennings is one of those guys that, um, or he's a part, part of a group of young linebackers that, uh, the Patriots really want to see more from. Um, and you probably would include Josh Uche in that group as well. Um, but I think Jennings is the guy that I think could have a breakout year. And I'm not saying that, okay, he's going to make, you know, Pro Bowl or be, you know, all pro. But I do think that he has an opportunity to have um, a really strong season and really kind of get a, a significant or find a, find a role on this team um, and stick to it. So I'm really high on him. Um, as far as the offensive side, Ramondre Stevenson is the guy that um, I think is going to have a breakout year and I think honestly is going to um, have a strong enough year that the Patriots are going to be, you know, not sure about bringing Damian Harris back next season. Um, I really strongly believe that much in him that he could have, you know, in a thousand yard season, something like that. You know, he had 600 yards last year in his rookie season, you know, uh, Rookies typically with the Patriots don't really see a whole lot of playing time, especially running backs. And I think that he burst onto the scene, you know, played 12 games, 600 yards, five touchdowns. And I think that is a guy that we all kind of thought was going to be kind of a LeGarrette Blunt type of, you know, Blunt instrument running back. But he showed a lot, you know, showed a lot of athleticism. And I think that trying to work on his, you know, receiving uh, game. Uh, which obviously is going to come more into play with uh, James White retiring. So he's a guy that I think could have a huge year. You know, I think that if he stays healthy, uh, there's no reason to believe he couldn't hit close to 1,000 yards and possibly like eight or nine or ten touchdowns. 
Um, so really high in him this year. Um, so those are two breakout players that I think are going to be really strong this year. Um, a couple of other, a couple more questions. Um, one from um, Kayla Tracy, one of our uh, longtime listeners. <laughs> um, she wanted to know which uh, new players are you most excited about uh, this year. So, you know, you can look at some of the rookies that they drafted. Uh, look at some of the guys they brought in free agency. So um, I'll take a look at a couple of rookies first. Um, Jack Jones, you know, talked about him. He was the uh, fourth round pick in 2022, one of the cornerbacks uh, the Patriots took out of Arizona State. And um, already it seems like the Patriots are very high on him. And, you know, putting him in situations to succeed against some of the top talent that they have um, in training camp on the offensive side. And I think that he's a guy who played great at Arizona State last year, 11 games, uh, three interceptions, six pass defensed, uh, 41 tackles. Um, is a guy that I think could really establish himself this season and get and have um, a po- possibly a role right out of preseason, which is you know pretty uncommon for, for rookies with the Patriots. So um, he's a guy I'm very excited to watch. Uh, Tyquan Thornton is another draft pick I'm very excited to watch. Uh, recently, he's been playing really well in training camp. Uh, very excited to watch him tonight. Um, but I think he's a guy I'm very excited to see what he has. You know, his great speed, great great skill, and I think that, you know, could burn the stereotype that the Patriots can't draft receivers. Um, so I'm excited to see what he looks like um, in training camp during the season. Um, you know, Devontae Parker, obviously, I'm excited to watch um, how he works with the offense. Uh, Jabril Peppers, as I mentioned earlier, um, he's a guy I'm really excited to watch. Uh, just with his ability to line up in a bunch of different spots on the field on defense, uh, whether it's in in the secondary, on the line of scrimmage, you know, anywhere on the field is a guy that's so athletic you could really put anywhere. Um, because I think that defending against some of these teams that they're going to play this year um, and how high-octane their offenses are, having guys on the field that can keep up with athletes on the offensive side is just going to be really, really important. So I'm excited uh, to watch him work. Uh, Ty Montgomery is another guy um, that the Patriots are going to probably use on offense a lot more now that uh, James White's retired. You know, kind of a running back wide receiver hybrid um, is probably a guy that the Patriots are looking at to, you know, develop a, a big role. Um, if James White's going to be out, you know, Ty Montgomery can handle that. He's a guy that has played that type of role for a couple of different teams. Uh, whether it was the Saints or the Packers. Um, So I'm kind of curious to see how he gets used this year. Um, And then uh, to close out, I have a couple of questions that are kind of similar. Um, And so I will read both of the questions. They're kind of along the same vein here. Uh, One of the questions from uh, my younger brother, Carter, and he wants to know, uh, which wide receiver will be Max go-to guy this season? Um, and then another question I got uh, from Derek Welch, an old uh, guest on the podcast. Um, he wanted to know, who do you think will break out as the wide receiver one on this Patriots team? So a um, couple of different ways I could attack this. Um, I think the short answer to Carter's question 
um, is Jacoby Myers. Um, he's a guy that, um, you know, already showed some good ability with this team, even when he came in in 2019 um, and had some, you know, decent numbers. And Brady was the quarterback, you know, improved last season or in 2020, excuse me, improved in 2020, even with Cam Newton as the quarterback, um, and then improved even further last year, had 83 receptions for almost 1,000 yards. Um, he's a guy that I think is clearly the kind of security blanket for Mac Jones, if you will. Um, you know, a guy that you can rely on pick up to pick up first downs, you know, is always open, just a guy that and I said this during the uh, training camp guest Friday episode last week uh, with Andrew Lydon. It's just the way that he plays the position. He makes everything look so easy. And it's just like reminds me of that Julian Edelman type of, you know, Wes Welker guy that you can rely on to pick up a first down in third and six. Um, it's just like it's just he's just that guy. And I think could have a chance to get a 100 receptions uh, this year, even with the addition of. Um, a Devontae Parker, I think that Myers is a guy, if he gets those touchdown numbers up, um, he could certainly be a player that could make the Pro Bowl next year. Not that the, not just, uh, not, not that the Pro Bowl really matters, but I think like the recognition would matter. Um, and I think Jacoby is a guy that could absolutely uh, challenge for something like that this season. So I think that's kind of the easy answer for um, Mac's go-to guy. As far as Derek's question, you know, I think that, look, this is a Patriots franchise that I think, when you think of the term wide receiver one, to me, in my opinion, it's kind of more of like a fantasy football type of thing where it's like, you know, wide receiver one, you think of like uh, the guys like uh, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, guys like that who are like superstar receivers. And I think that the Patriots have never really operated that way. You know, I think other than when the years when they had Randy Moss, you could easily identify like, okay, this guy is like the clear number one guy. Um, I think that in terms of if you're thinking about like a star kind of number one guy, I guess it's Devontae Parker. Um but again, I don't think that it's like, because to me, wide receiver one is a guy that's going to lead the team in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I don't think the Patriots are going to have someone that leads them in all, is going to have one person that leads the entire team in all those categories. Like, honestly, I think Myers probably is going to be the leader in receptions and yards. Parker, I could see kind of being the touchdown leader. As far as the wide receivers, I think we're talking about wide receivers uh, specifically. Um, so I think, you know, as far as who do I think will break out as a wide receiver one, you know, again, it's kind of hard to refer to any receiver on this team as like, okay, he's kind going to be the number one. You know, if we're going by pure statistics, then I guess it probably would be Myers. Um, but I do think, you know, you could see a good season from Parker you know, I'm not expecting that we're going to see the 1,200 yards that he had a couple of years ago. I don't think we're going to see that type of guy or like we're not going to see those types of numbers. I think as long as he can stay healthy um, and kind of just be that big body 
experienced, you know, quick receiver that honestly dominated the Patriots in a couple of different games that he played with the Dolphins, um, then I think that that's a perfect fit. You know, I think he's a guy that just, if he can stay healthy, makes everything so much easier for the entire offense. So, you know, I think if you're looking for like kind of a clear, clear cut number one receiver, the Patriots aren't exactly a team that you're like, okay, this guy is the guy. You know, I think the Patriots and kind of what has made them so dangerous, you know, over the years, even with, you know, mostly with Brady, I think. But I think what's made them so dangerous is they had multiple guys, you know, not guys that are going to blow you out of the water with their speed or their size um, or anything like that. They're guys that just knew how to get open um, and be really good at, you know, their own, you know, not asking anyone to do too much, not asking to anyone to do too much out of their role. You know, you think about the years when, you know, Edelman was here, Amendola was here, you even had someone like Brandon LaFell, you know, you had a bunch of different guys, you know, Chris Hogan, you could even add into that group. Um, so I think that that's kind of what you're going to see, that you're going to see the offense kind of be spreading it around to guys like Parker Myers, Kendrick Bourne, um, you know, whoever that fourth guy is going to be. Is it going to be Nelson Aguilar? Is it going to be Tyquan Thornton? You know, the Patriots have always been kind of a spread the wealth type of offense, especially a wide receiver. So um, I don't think we're going to see kind of a clear cut number one receiver. Like I think, honestly, my guess, if we're talking about wide receivers, as I said, Myers probably will lead the team in yards, lead the team in receptions. Um, and Parker, my guess, is going to lead the receivers um, in touchdowns. So, you know, hopefully that answers uh, those questions, you know, kind of similar questions. But, um, again, want to thank everyone for uh, submitting questions for the mailbag. And uh, hopefully this is something that you guys can listen to uh, before you get ready for the uh, first preseason game tonight. So, um, that being said... We'll talk to um, all you folks on the 22nd as I go on vacation next week. Really looking forward to that. Um, so as always, you know, you can follow the uh, social pages for the latest updates. Um, and you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Follow on Spotify. Um, you know, rating on Apple Podcasts if you do so. Choose and a review too, you know, if you choose to as well. You know, always looking for ways to, to improve the podcast. Um, so that's going to do it, everyone. Enjoy uh, the Patriots game tonight, and we'll talk to you on the 22nd.